0: You're listening to the Crystal Clarity Podcast. Today is a really interesting episode about whether or not humanity is going to make it. Is there going to be another mass extinction? Have we been going through great cycles that could lead to a great cataclysm? Why is it said that these 10 years that we're in from 2017 to 2027 are the most critical period in the entire history of humanity? And how is becoming more conscious about what you upload into the cosmic consciousness going to have an effect on how we move into the next cycle or age? We can do it without a lot of pain and suffering and tragedy but it matters what you're saying about it and it matters what you're believing about it so if you've ever heard somebody say you know humans are causing so many problems here we just shouldn't even be here anymore or if you've ever had this thought yourself today's episode is great for you because it will help you orient to uh just a more conscious way of thinking about that and hopefully cement into you that what you're thinking has an effect and we're going to talk about the relationship between stones and crystals in this whole process of awakening that we're going through so it's a cool one and i'll see you inside welcome to the crystal clarity podcast it's time to settle in once again with the stones Together, we'll illuminate stones in healing and spiritual alchemy, and then go beyond, exploring land healing, earth grids, sacred sites, and all rocks in the wild. My name is Sarah Thomas. I'm a healer, educator, and an expert in the field of ancient stone medicine and future crystal technologies that heal and awaken. All right, let's relax into some crystal clarity. Today's episode is brought to you by the Clarity Crystal Shop and I wanted to let you know that me and a couple of my closest stone allies started a crystal shop and we did that because we were teaching in Asheville and so many live classes and so many great groups of students and after I would teach people would always say, Well, how do I get that? How do I get this beautiful Azure that you're talking about from this region or, or where, where am I going to go get these Colombian courts and all of these things? And so I would say, you know, just go figure it out, go to Etsy or eBay or find some people and I would just guide them along. And then I started to, when I would buy stones, instead of just getting one, I would buy a whole flat of them or seven or something because I would think, well, I'll bring them to class. And when people ask me about it, at least they'll have some. And we got swarms and swarms, people just swarming to these little flats and trays of stones that I would bring, and they would be gone in an instant. And then other students would be feeling left out. So I started to buy more stones and more stones for the classes. And that turned into the Clarity Crystal Shop. And the Clarity Crystal Shop is now a little retail shop based just outside of Asheville, North Carolina, but we do ship all over the world and we have five things that we always adhere to. Um, One is that everything that we carry has tremendous chi. I look at things as a healer. So I always pick things that are really alive with a lot of evolution and chi inside of them. So they're going to work for you. The second thing is I always get us natural stones that are not heat treated or dyed or irradiated, or stabilized and do not have any synthetic processes on them. So they're safe for us and the third thing is that I, I do my best to do ethical and conscious sourcing and really know the people that I'm working with and work with rock hunters and work with people who hand collect or work with people that give back to the environment. And that's been a long 10-year process for me of, of making those connections with people and giving back to the earth. And we have a great staff and we have awesome stones and it's just a place that you can come and get stones. You don't have to worry if it's a fake stone, you don't have to worry if it's gonna harm you in any way. You don't have to worry if it harmed people when it came out of the earth or the environment. And I'd love for you to, for you to visit me at the Clarity Crystal Shop. So I wanted you to know that we have that shop and just check it out and see what you can find there for yourself. So today's episode is a really unique one. It's interesting what I'm gonna talk about today. I have no notes. I have all I have here is these bracelets and I'm going to put them on, and a little piece of scotch tape. So I'm going to wing it, but it's something that I've been wanting to talk with you about. It's kind of interesting. It has to do with the way that our unconscious programming affects our fate and affects the outcome of our lives, and how that's actually all happening on a greater scale, though, too. So Let's start talking about this. We we recently had a um giant earthquake in Syria and Turkey. The time that I'm recording this, we've had I don't know if it's 40,000 or 50,000 people passed away in that giant earthquake. And such a tragedy and we continue to have more and more hurricanes and cyclones and Damaging storms. We have weather events that I we never even had when I was a kid. These these types of weather events, and I mean now we have in the U.S. We have these horrible lightning storms with tornadoes inside them in the winter. We never used to have that. Um, it's strange. And there's atmospheric rivers and all kind of things. And I just heard recently on a documentary that there's going to be probably about twenty different very significant hurricanes that will hit the U.S. every year from here forward because of the way that the planet or is heating up but there also could be some other factors behind that that remain hidden and everybody's talking about nuclear war now at the time that I am recording this and is it possible that we could go into another nuclear war and um There have been, also at the time that I'm recording this, there have been five horrible chemical toxic spills, um, train derailments, and trucks, huge semi trucks falling over with horrible toxic chemicals that are going to damage nature and the earth. Five of them just recently in the US, which is another suspicious event happening. Um, And, you know, on top of all of this, we're just, we could be hit with an asteroid at any time. There's no reason why we couldn't get hit with an asteroid, and I know there's a lot of space out there, but it's just another thing that, that could bring us to this next mass extinction. It's just a possibility. We are at a really critical time. We are in a 10-year window that is the most critical time in the history of humanity, Um, 2017 to 2027 is the most critical 10-year period in all of the history of humanity. What we choose and what we decide here will determine how we move into the next golden age. And that moving into the golden age is imminent. We will move into a golden age. We just don't know what kind of destruction or at what cost or if that will be seamless and beautiful. We just don't know. It's like we're all determining that now with our very powerful imaginations and thoughts and that's what this episode is all about today it's you know what is the fate of humanity why are all these things gearing up and most importantly what can you actually do um, to have an effect on what happens to humanity and maybe even more importantly than that honestly is just to see What are you, what are your programs, what are your beliefs, what are your perspectives about whether or not humanity should go on um, or can go on or will go on? Where are you with that? There is a, you know, I hear friends saying, my friend just said, you know, I want to buy a house, but I just, what's the point of doing that if we're headed towards the next mass extinction? And she's really aware and. There's a lot of ancient culture saying this. I mean, I talk about this all the time, the congruence of really, really deep ancient wisdom traditions coming and speaking up about what a critical time we're at. So I'm not surprised that she said that. And I just hear more and more people questioning out loud, are we going to make it? And I hear more and more people also um, saying, to be honest, you know, I hear more and more people like kind of saying, you know what, I don't even think we should make it. We are ruining the earth. We are hurting each other. We're destroying our environment. We're causing so much suffering. Maybe humanity should not be here. And probably if we're honest, we've probably all had that thought at some point. You know, you see something awful and horrible and so painful, just this one thing that breaks your heart. I'll speak for myself, but I'm I'm speaking in the you plural because I feel like we've all kind of been here. Um, But for myself, I've had moments where I've thought, I don't even know if, you know, it would be better if we were gone. It would be better if humanity was not here. Now, the thing is, a lot of people are thinking that. A lot of people are starting to think that more and more because we feel the incongruence of the potential of love, the incongruence of of the potential of love that we know that we are and that we have, and that nature is emanating all the time. And then when we see the absolute horrors that are happening and the way people and animals and other living things are getting left behind, like when we see the tragedies, it's just so painful. So I think we all say that at some moments. The thing though, is that, you know, humanity is, all of these people, right? We're headed up to 8 billion people. Um, I think we're past 8 billion people right now. And what we're hoping to have happen is a 100th monkey effect or, you know, uh, a sheet of ice will suddenly happen on a lake. It will just be a a still lake and suddenly it will all freeze over and that's just because a critical mass of water molecules freezes and as soon as that critical mass freezes the entire thing just freezes and that's the 100th monkey effect and what we are hoping is that we can get a critical mass of about 10 percent of humanity to awaken to high enough levels that that sheet of ice of all of humanity will just awaken and it will just be a kind of a sudden awakening because we hit that critical mass, that 100th monkey effect. And so I I do a lot of work in my spiritual tradition working towards that 80,000, 84,000 people, right? Because that would be about 10% of 8.4 billion people. So we as this collective of 8.4 billion people, or we're somewhere around there, 8 billion to 8.4 billion people, um, we are actually one being. We are actually one. I mean, we are all, everybody here is actually one. We're one human. It's one human here. And we're all part of that human. I mean, we're, we're beyond brothers and sisters. We are all one. We're all living inside the same body. We are all Like we have the same beating heart. We are all one. We are literally, if you could see us from higher perspectives and higher consciousness, we are one being. It's like we're one human here. And just in the way that one human like me has only 5% of what I know in my consciousness and 95% of what I know is in my subconscious or unconscious and I don't even know that I know it. That's a lot that I don't even know that I know. All of those unconscious and subconscious programs and beliefs are actually what's running my life. They have a very, very strong effect on my fate, my destiny, my day-to-day life. And of course, this goes back to Carl Jung, the power of the unconscious mind and the subconscious mind. It goes way, it goes way further back than Carl Jung. Everybody knew this a long time ago. In ancient cultures and wisdom traditions just as that is happening in me you know I know what I know consciously about what I hope happens to humanity about what I believe but there's still 95% of me that is unconscious or subconscious that's kind of more powerful that's running the show now think of this one big being that is the one being that is humanity the one human that is our oneness Our collective consciousness is about 5%. We're aware of what's happening in our collective consciousness. And our collective unconscious is about 95%. So there's a lot happening in the collective consciousness. You know, things like my friend saying, I don't even know if I should buy a house because the next extinction is coming. And there's a ton happening in our collective unconscious about the fate of humanity. Now, here's where things get interesting. Our collective unconscious is feeding a lot of information to what is called the cosmic consciousness. The cosmic consciousness is think of it like a neutral a neutral um, akashic record, um, a neutral mirror of us, but something that's much Larger, something that's much larger than us, the cosmic consciousness. And everything that this one great human of humanity is is believing and perceiving and perceptualizing in our unconscious, we're feeding that to this cosmic consciousness, this Akashic record that is almost like a great neutral computer or something. And as we feed those thoughts to that, it kind of has an effect on, okay, so here's what I'll give back to it. Here's what I'll give back to humanity. This is simply a, a mechanism through which we create our reality and we imagine life into being. We imagine reality into being, which is one of our great superpowers. We are uploading a lot of information to this cosmic consciousness. If we are thinking all the time humanity is no good humanity should not even be here we just upload into that cosmic consciousness and it says okay i'm going to give them what they're creating because it's just a reflection i'm going to give them what they're creating because they're creators and i'm going to throw an asteroid at them and give them what they're creating the end of humanity or i'm going to give them what they're creating and end them with a giant pandemic or a giant earthquake or a super volcano or whatever, all these things are, all these possibilities. It's just actually the power of the collective unconscious uploading information into the cosmic consciousness. And that force is literally just helping us to create our reality. You know, humanity this is why I teach, this is why I do our, this is why I do everything that I do is this next statement that I'm going to say is truly the purpose of my life coming through in this next statement. But I know that all of the problems on this planet will automatically disappear when humanity awakens. All of the problems on this earth will automatically disappear when humanity awakens. Humanity um, awakening does stop all of the problems here. This place is a paradise. It is a perfect natural paradise. It is absolutely incredible divine. Because we as humans have this program in us called the self that is really running the show. It's like a program, it's almost like a virus we got infected with or something, but the self is running the show and the self fully believes that we are completely separate from one another. And the, the self is always in fear. And that is the root of the self. The root of the biological self is separation. And the root of the psychological self is identification. So the self is running the show. And it is always a scared. It is always separated. And we're waking up to that. You know, that's what awakening is. We wake up to it and we start to see it. We start to see the self. We start to see the self. That is literally awakening. We, we see that program. Suddenly, that program is like, uh oh, the witness is seeing me now. And once we start to see it, it just starts to dissolve really quickly. Because humanity awakening will end all of the problems on this earth. I am all about humanity awakening. I. It's the most important thing that I could ever put my energy and time into is the awakening of humanity. And it's true. We are causing all of the problems here. Um, so when we say that, it's true. You know, if you've had the thought, humanity shouldn't even be here because we are messing things up. Um, it's true. We are causing all of the problems here. And we're causing quite a bit of suffering here. So the, the reason I wanted to make this episode today, though, and talk about this is because... I, I'm, I'm hoping this will help you catch yourself and become conscious of your thoughts about humanity. Become conscious as these bubble out of you. If you're thinking humanity is causing all of the problems here and they should just go away, we should just all die, know that you're uploading that into the cosmic consciousness and that's making a great effect and the more people that think that, the more that we upload that into the cosmic consciousness, the cosmic consciousness helps us create our own reality because that's what we are. And then that asteroid that's out in the middle of nowhere, it like changes its course a little bit to head towards us or that volcano that could have released its pl- pressure in some other ways through some other metamorphic plate. It, it doesn't, of course, corrects in it. And it says, I'm actually, well, actually I'll be a super volcano and end humanity or whatever, a virus, whatever it is, earthquakes, atmospheric rivers, fires. What you think about humanity matters. What you're saying about humanity matters. And instead of saying, humanity is causing all of the problems here, you're correct. We should all just die. You might choose to say, if this resonates, humanity is causing all of the problems here. We should just awaken and catch yourself. Humanity is causing all of the problems here. It's true. And we should just awaken. We should just make it. We should just make it into the golden age without a lot of horrible extinction, mass extinction, suffering, and pain. That golden age is imminent. We just don't know how we're going to get there. We can get there without nuclear war. We can get there without a zombie apocalypse. We can, we can get there. um, We can get there without an AI scene like in the Terminator where the AI turns around and kills us all. We can, (laughs) we can get there with, um, with love. We can get there with some grace. We can get there with some ease. We can make it. We're in this critical period. It matters what you think. And I think about this, you know, the way that what stone medicine does is stone medicine takes all of that stuff and that 95% of us that we don't even know that we know. Our suppressed, repressed, subconscious, all of our perspectives and beliefs, everything that we're living by, the hardened past inside of our psychology, It takes all of that and it starts moving it up to the surface and we start to see it. And when these deep buried programs come up into the surface, there's a lot of hope because to see is to be free. And when something comes into the light, sometimes that's the beginning, and the middle, and the end of the process. It's done. Once it's in the light, it's done. It's just gone. It's like, hallelujah, it's gone. Stones move what is hidden up to the surface because stones are hidden in the earth And they have that resonance with what is hidden in us so they can move that up to the surface. And so much of what healing actually is, what healing really is, is all of the stuff that is hidden inside us coming up to be seen and coming up to be freed. And we become more and more and more and more transparent to the light. We lose the self. We become transparent to the light. We become a vessel or a hollow bone for the divine and uh just like a crystal a crystal was seen as such a spiritually evolved entity because it was transparent to the light you could hold up this beautiful quartz crystal the more transparent it was the more that it was going to help you on your own journey to transparency we um you know i think about how one stone for one person can move energy that is hidden in me up to the surface to be seen and healed. Ancestral, karmic, anything, old stuff, stuff that you don't even know about inside of you. But think about the collective of humanity. Think about the whole collective of humanity and what we have stored inside us that is unconscious, that whole collective. And think about the stones in the earth and think about what we're saying about our fate. And if we're saying that, that humanity should live or die. or And think about how we are moving that information, moving all that. We're programming the stones in the earth with those beliefs and perspectives unconsciously. The stones in the earth are feeling that. The stones in the earth might have a role with that cosmic consciousness and then energy exchange between those two and the stones in the whole earth can be something that move up they can be something that move up and have an effect on the whole collective of humanity so that we can see our unconscious programs and become aware which is awakening for the whole collective of humanity I like to think about, you know, all the stones under the oceans and all the crystals under all of the lands and how deep there's so many stones in this earth. It is, you know, enormous, vast regions of stones and crystals and how, as the great record keepers, how they are interacting with this collective of humanity, this one being of human consciousness. The stones in the earth might play a role in waking all of us up bringing it back to just you and I here in this little moment together um, you know if you don't have a a genuine natural authentic sense of compassion for humanity that's okay Um, but what you can do is ask for a state of compassion for humanity Because if we stop saying we hate humanity and humanity is causing everything and humanity should just die and we start having compassion for humanity, humanity has been in a really tough spot with this program of the self. We've been going through a very dark age for a long time. And if you can feel that compassion for humanity, that is going to program the cosmic consciousness in a way that could really help us all move into the golden age with ease and less suffering. If you don't feel that compassion, ask for a state of compassion. Just let it be something that you add to your prayers, something that you add to your morning ritual. Just please let me feel compassion for humanity because that's actually really going to help us. You know, in closing, if I, if I heard about um, a civilization that was found, an Alpha Centauri or something, like if we found there's another civilization out there, we really know it for sure. And what if we heard that that civilization was um infected really with the program called the self and they were all in this illusion that they were all separate and that they all had to fight and that they were in scarcity and they had to fight to survive and they were under that illusion and that they were scared all of the time and that they were working through that program and awakening and shedding that program but in the meantime they were bare, like they were they were ruining their environment they were ruining their home they were ruining their habitat they were causing ecological disasters in their habitat. They were killing other life on their habitat. They were, they were coming into this critical 10 years where their fate would be decided if they would go extinct again. And if you heard that they had this like infection of the self that they always felt separated and afraid and that they had lost their connection with the old ways and lost their connection with oneness in nature. And yet they still loved each other and cared for each other and raised their kids with care and, and saved animals out of, you know, bad situations and, and, and took care of each other and, and took care of their neighbors. And they still smiled at each other and they still tried to wake up in the middle of all that and be good and, and contribute to the world in a good way. And, and they still, when they saw someone suffering, tried to bring ease to their suffering. I would say about that civilization, I would say, well, damn, it took a lot of courage for them to go into that dream, go into that illusion where they were separate and they are still acting from their hearts and they're in such a critical period. And you know what? I would say, you go guys, you go. And I would root for them and cheer for them. I would feel like, yeah, I hope y'all make it. You're amazing. I mean, Look at all the courage that it takes for you to dive into that illusion in a dark age <laughs> where everything that you love could be taken from you any day that you're here, where you don't know exactly where you're going after you die. It's an incredible, courageous warriors who are still acting from the heart in the middle of um, this time when so much is at stake. I would be rooting for them. And, you know, if you would be rooting for them too, uh, become conscious of what you're saying about humanity uh, because it's becoming really important. It's becoming really, really critical. And remember that every time that you work with stones and you really tune into them and you bring your care and your attention to this part of the earth that deals with what is deep and hidden and repressed um, and shoved down, and you work with them and you say, just let, let these programs come out, let these old things come out through me That my ancestors have been carrying that have been riding in this collective unconscious that have been moving just let them come out through me it's a really beautiful way to purify during this great stage of purification that we're in and prepare for this imminent golden age so have some compassion for humanity and if you don't ask for a state of compassion for humanity because what you're feeling and thinking Matters. You're programming the cosmic consciousness with what you think. So with a lot of love for you guys, I'm just, I'm rooting for you. I know that you are caring for people and animals and the earth. And I know you're waking up every morning and trying to make this world a better place to the best of your ability. So keep awakening. It's so sweet. As I just said, those last words, this tiny little bird just landed right on my window and, um, I'm right here and I can just see it beautifully, perfectly. It just stood there very close and it must have been the sign. So what you say matters and stones will really help you, um, keep waking up to everything that is inside. So, all right, go humanity. We can do it. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you like today's episode, please like or subscribe. Oh, and leave me a comment. I'd love to know what you'd like to learn more about. To take the perfect stone medicine or crystal healing training for you, or to visit me at our super special crystal shop, go to upperclarity.com.